Hey girl, this is Kathleen Curry and you've tuned in to the Financially Free Podcast. Here you will learn tips and tricks on how to obtain and maintain a debt-free lifestyle, focusing in on both your personal and business finances. In this podcast, we talk all things finance, personal development, mindset, and aligning ourselves with God's purpose for us. Ready to learn more? Let's dig in! Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Financially Free Podcast with your host, Kathleen. So today I wanted to come on and talk to you a little bit about organizing your business revenue and your expenses because what I find when I'm working with clients is there's a lot of questions that are unknown on how much profit they have. Can they afford this? Can they afford that? or going at the end of the month and not actually having the money to pay the outstanding obligations. And one of the first things I recommend is ensuring that there is some a good understanding of what's going on within your business. And there's some tasks to be completed that will definitely help with understanding where you're at financially, where you want to go, and what needs to change in order to reach those goals so you're not constantly um, questioning if you have enough or not. Um, As you start out with a, a business, things are slightly different than if you are more established and or you become a um, corporation. Because if you're a on a, a sole proprietor or you're in a business where you don't you're not corporate um, you're not you haven't become a corporation then the laws are slightly different when you do so when you're looking at for example um, I'll just go into it a little bit differently uh, just a little bit about some of the major differences so when you are registered as a corporation, then if something were to happen and there is some some sort of liability within uh, that happens within your business, they cannot sue and take personal assets. However, if you are a not corporated, but you just are operating as your business name or you've got like a tax number, um, but you're not fully corporate like fully transitioned over to corporate if something were to happen they can sue for personal um, assets and stuff as well so that's just a little bit of like a legal side of things before we get into um, the tips that I have and the reason why I want this distinction is because a lot of people when they're an entrepreneur start out as just a sole proprietor where your business, you just operate and you submit with your tax time versus you have a full set of financial statements that are through your business that you submit those and you go down that route. And when we are looking at the sole proprietor, it's really um, easy, especially with starting out, to keep everything all in your personal bank account, all of your expenses, all of your income, Um, and everything just going in and out of your personal bank account. And 
you don't have the clear line as to if you're making a profit or not because you are utilizing your own income for the bills. And one of the things I like to do is start transitioning clients over to a separate personal, separate business bank account. And that includes credit cards, that includes transitioning all of your business expenses to your business bank account so that it, um, there's that clear line as to how much is profit for you within your business and how much you've been pulling out of your personal account in order to fund the business or pay for bills. And separating the two accounts really helps with, like I said, having that clear line, am I making a profit, am I not? And then it'll also help you tell you, tell you how much you can pay yourself as being an quote unquote an employee of the company so that when if you so that if you decide to move to a corporation then um you do have like an idea as to where you're at financially with the business so the big thing is to separate the two and start having everything come out of your business account once you're established and you can pay all of your bills and everything that comes out with owning a business, then you can see how much you can pay yourself. You can see how much you can you have left over to hire a VA or hire a bookkeeper or hire whatever it is that you're looking to hire a graphic designer, copywriter, et cetera, et cetera. And so separating bank accounts is our tip number one that we've got today. Um, Tip number two I've got is a small business binder. I know most of us are working virtually and remotely and we don't have in-person clients and we don't have um, brick and mortar, so like a storefront on a street where we're not actually having physical companies and clients come to us. It's mostly all virtual. And the reason why I wanna bring up a small business binder is that it allows you um, for any anything that's submitted financially for taxes, you have to keep for seven years. And they have to be in the original form if you get audited. So if you've got this small business binder set up and ready to go, and you just have them labeled year by year, you have everything you need in the off chance you get audited. And we don't like to get audited and we don't like to do any of that, but it could happen and there is a potential of things starting to transition in ways that you wouldn't want. So by having this small business binder, you'll have everything you need for your business for that year, that fiscal year. So January to December for most of us. And it'll include things like personal information, business information, uh, employee information, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and like your monthly reports from QuickBooks, it'll include like some trackers that you have so that it's all there ready to go if you have any questions. And if you're looking for what to put into a small business binder, I do have one for free. Feel free to check it out in the uh, show notes below and you can get your copy of it. It'll include what needs to be included and why you want to include the certain things as well as a couple tracking features for you. And what this binder really does is it saves you time and efficiencies for 
like I said, for tax time, for if you get audited. And what's great about it is because you'll have these reports in there, you can just hand the binder over to your accountant. They can do your taxes and they can give it back to you so that you've got it and it's easy, smooth transition for them. Uh, the third tip, so first tip, I'll just recap. First trip, tip is to separate business and personal bank accounts so that all of your business expenses are going through your business account. The second one is to have a physical small business binder. And that'll include everything that's related to your business for that fiscal year. And then the third one is to continue to categorize your transactions or your bills each month. And what this allows you to do is actually see where you're at financially, see where you're going, see um, like if this is a down month or an up month or ensuring that you're not missing any of those transactions or those bills that come out at the end of the month or come out at the beginning of the month that you totally forgot about. And by doing these transactions monthly, you do get a better perspective of where things are at and how you want to adjust them. Um, a lot of the questions I have are, can I hire that VA or can I pay for a full amount for like paying full for that client or that coach? Um, these are all really good questions. And if you're categorizing monthly, making sure that all your bills are allocated and entered, it gives a more fulsome view as to how much money you have that you can spend on each of the tasks and moving forward. So by being able to categorize monthly, um, you do get a better understanding of your finances. And if numbers aren't your thing, you can hire a bookkeeper. They can explain to you what it is that's going on with your business. Is that product making you profit or not? And there are multiple opportunities to understand the finances where you're not having to look at them on a daily basis. I'm gonna add in a fourth kind of thing. And this is something that I've started implementing in my business as well, and it's called Profit First. And there's a book on it uh, where it talks about paying yourself profit first and then having all of your expenses and everything coming out after that. So really focusing in on um, ensuring that you are getting a benefit from your business. I see it over and over and over again that people are working so hard within their business but they're not having money come out and they're not having um, the freedom that they thought they were gonna have and moving themselves forward. So by doing this profit first mentality, it's giving you something every quarter for a bonus or a spend for you within it. And what's really good about it is it looks at, it takes money and puts it aside automatically. As soon as you get paid, you can put money aside. Um, or if you do your bookkeeping twice a month, you do it on those days, you add up all your income and you take a certain percentage of it and you move it to profit. And just doing that helps refocus and helps gain that momentum that you are looking for. So again, the three tips I have are to separate your personal and business expenses so that you can ensure that you know how much money your business is making on a monthly basis. The second one is to incorporate a small business binder, which includes all of the reports, all of the um, 
payroll information, all of your receipts, all of your expenses and your income. And then the third one is to continue with your categorization of your bills each month to ensure that everything is included in your bookkeeping. And if you need additional support or anything like that, there are plenty of opportunities to learn, to understand, to grow, and really get a better understanding of your finances. All right. That's what I have for you this week. I'd love to hear how you're using this. If you get the free small business binder layout, I'd love to see your photos of it. Feel free to send me a photo, tag me in it. I'd love to see how you're taking this task or this podcast and implementing it into your daily life. Until next week, this is Kathleen and keep inspiring others. Thank you for joining us this week on the Financially Free Podcast. To ensure you're not missing an episode, make sure to subscribe to the show. While you're at it, if you found value, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, a share on social media, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next week, keep shining bright.